And think about us as as film. You're a filmmaker. I'm an actor. How important is it to not lose footage? We struggle with that so much. We struggle with that on this podcast. <laughs> We're speaking to, to one mic right now because I just came back like three days ago. I don't know where any of my shit is. No. and welcome to another episode of Daisy Talkies podcast, a show where we talk about Bollywood, Lollywood, South Asian pop culture, and everything in between. I'm Ananya Sethi. And I'm Anissa Khan. And today we are talking about Jubilee, a 10-part series set in the golden era of what we know as Bollywood, or the Hindi film industry, directed by Vikramaditya Motwani, starring... Aprashakti Kurana, Siddhant Gupta, Aditi Rao Hedri, Vamika Gabi, Ram Kapoor, and Prasenjit Chatterjee. The show follows a fictional production house called the Roy Talkies through their trials and tribulations during the India-Pakistan partition in 1940s and 1950s. Roy Talkies mein aajkar Madan Kumar naam ke nae chehre ko leke kaafi garma garmi hai. Madan Kumar is waqt desh ka sabse bada star banne ja raha hai. लोग उसकी नकल करते हैं उसके बोले डायलॉग्स दोहराते हैं। Um, I left, just came back from LA, Ananya is planning her summer plans, I'm planning mine, and we're kind of a mess, but we are growing, and thanks guys for that. We're super excited yeah. to kind of be spewing more content again, and yeah, so today we're talking about Jubilee, super excited. I binged it um, in two days, and I was like, oh, it's fine, it's just a series, like it's only 10 episodes. Each episode's an hour. Mm-hmm. So it's a 10-hour series altogether. Yeah, it was a trip. And was... somehow I wanted more. Yes. Um, Ananya was very insistent on watching this, and I knew it would be good. So obviously, I watched it, and I'm glad I did. I do have my opinions, and we may get in a couple fights today. But I'm super excited to be back in our little studio to talk about this. This feels like home feels like home. I love my backdrop. Yeah, it's so great. I love it. Okay, Nanya, why don't you kick us off? All right. So, Jubilee. We are obviously in the 1940s into the 1950s. We have the Roy Talkies, which is based on the Rye Production House, which was a real production house. Um, It is fictional. However, a lot of the characters in the series are very much inspired by real-life actors and actresses. So, we have Jai Khanna, who is... Coming in from Pakistan to India, he is Sindhi, and you see him move in, um, and he wants to be a director, he wants to be an actor. He's kind of lost in the sauce, he doesn't know what he wants to do, but he knows he wants to be a part of the film industry. He's a theater actor, um, and his dad is someone who used to run theater shows in Pakistan. 
And he is loosely based, so you see him kind of have the senses of Kishore Kumar. You see him, a little bit of Rajesh Khanna in him. You see a little bit of Devanand in him. Obviously, his last name is based on Rajesh Khanna. He was known as the king of romance before we had Shah Khan, you know. Um, and then you have Nilofar, who is a prostitute, and she wants to act as well. And you see a little bit of Madhubala in her. You see moments of Nargis Dutt in her, you know. you. I think what Vikramaditya Motwani did with the characters was... When you're watching them, you know exactly who they're playing in that moment, but they're not just one character, except for obviously Mr. and Mrs. Roy, um, who are based on the Rai family. And we'll get into that in a moment. And then you have Madan Kumar in exact parallel to Dilip Kumar, who changed his name. He was a Muslim Pakistani actor moving in from Pakistan to India to be a part of Bollywood. And uh, Dilip Kumar changed his name. Fun fact. So you ha- you Very had yeah you had Jamshed Khan who's about to change his name to Madan Kumar, but yeah so Dilip Kumar is is actually a Khan. Fun fact, one of our first Khans. Wow, just like me. <laughs> so yeah, so just setting the tone right and getting right into it. These are very well known names. These are very well known actors, and they are the reason Bollywood is the way it is today. So that is where Vikramaditya Motwani kickstarts the show and you automatically are deep diving right into what we know as Bollywood. Yeah. I think um, obviously there's so many specifics because it is a series. And before we get into that, I kind of want to give our listeners a reason as to why they should watch it or why they should be interested. First of all, I am obsessed with the director. Um, he has also directed my favorite film of all time. Ludera, and it starred Ranveer Singh, Sunakshi Sinha, and I see a lot of parallels in the directing style that I haven't seen in a really long time. Um, the director of Jubilee also directed Udan and AK versus AK, which are all, these are all very different, very different. projects. So the yeah. versatility is insane, and that's something that's very prevalent within the series. You can see the kind of shift in tone is so smooth and dark at the same time and he's able to make you laugh in the most grim circumstances another reason is we can see this in western cinema today kind of the whole behind the scenes of the film industry is very in right now yeah like fablemans babylon because it's like oh behind the scenes like we like seeing the nasty and nitty-gritty of what is like actually happening when you live a glamorous life and i think what this web series does so well is it follows so many plot lines yeah obviously obviously it doesn't develop all of them as to how i would like but it follows so many in such a smooth way and it perfectly articulates rags to riches in a way that i feel like this series is the definition of that term yeah i think it's worth a watch for the glamour for the music for the incredible acting i'm sorry but the protagonist... Aprashakti Karana? Yes. Yes. He is no longer Ayushman Karana's brother. Yeah. Yeah, he that's... Is he is... I, he, yeah, that's what he was known for. He was known for being Ayushman Karana's brother, but also always a side character. Yeah, playing yeah. the best friend, like comedic yeah. timing, whatever. He is his own person. Yeah. And he stands so strong. Also never thought he could do a role like this, right? Because he's always been the comedic kind of so him and Ayushman have always had like a more small town vibe very like non-glamorous but obviously here he's not playing that he's playing and we'll get into the story a little bit but he's just he's playing an actor and I think that's such a smart move 
because if you look at it, like, before COVID, like, five, six years ago, like, mainstream Bollywood actors would never think to go into web series. Yeah. They're like, oh, like, we're not going to get into web series. Like, we're just doing feature-length films. Like, that's the big thing. Now we have, like, mainstream actors. Like, we have Madhuri. We have, like, Shahid Kapoor. Everyone's getting on the web, web series train because they know that extended, long-form content yeah. is a great way to reach a broader audience. Yeah. So I think that's a great move for him. And I think he'll have a lot of success afterwards because of the duality he's able to portray in this role. Yeah. We also have fairly newer actors on on this show. We have Sedan, who's I think only one or two films in. And I think he was also in Inside Edge, if I'm not wrong. So very small part in Inside Edge, which is also a web series on Amazon Prime. Right. And then we also have Vamika Gabi, who was just in Vishal Bharadwaj's short film, which is on YouTube. Highly recommend everyone go watch that as well. Uh, Vamika Gabi was in that previously. I don't know what else she's been in, but I have seen her in that. Okay, who does she play in the show? Nilofer. I fell in love with her. Yeah. She yeah. was probably like my favorite. She was amazing. I think the casting was done so oh. well. And also they picked a lot of people for like the small town people that weren't, well, that aren't well known, right? Yeah. So in a way, we're watching people who in real life are not well known no. kind of go from like nothing to like stardom. Yeah. Yeah. And we're able to follow that journey with them in the fictional world yeah. and real life, which makes it more impactful. Yeah. yeah, I think I think we should like deep dive into each character a little bit. Obviously, we spoke about Aprashakti Khurana's Madan Kumar, and he is so sinister. All he wants is fame. Right, and he just really just grabs onto the fame of the the fame bandwagon and gets onto that, and that you really see that becoming his whole character. Right, it takes over him as the show goes on. But then you also have Aditi Rao Hedri, and oh, she's a star. I love Aditi Rao Hedri. She is my woman crush every day. Everyone's always like Deepika and Alia and no, blah, blah, blah. mine too. I, love I think Aditi Rao Hedri has such an old world charm to her that she fits so perfectly as Sumitra Kumari. She is so regal, royal. And she... And Sumitra, she's probably the most well-known person in this show. Like in terms yeah, of casting. Yeah. yeah, her and Ram Kapoor being yeah. the oldest, I think, actors. Yeah. Uh, no, I think she is just so well put together as a character she is put together and clean but you also see her being messy and behind the scenes a player but she's obviously an actress and as the wife she's like no i'm going to take on the role of picking my scripts and i'm yeah, going she, to take on the she role she asserts her dominance yes during a time where that is not the norm yes yeah yeah no amazing nilofer Vamika Gavi. She won my heart. Won my heart. Again, someone who has such an old world charm. I think that she has that look. Like, I think her and Aditi Rao Hedri fit perfectly as the only two women on screen most she of the time. She also has an ability to do, like, sad and dark, but also transform into, like, the evergreen, like, Bollywood, yeah. like... Like, what that archetype looks like. Hence, she can be Madhubala. She can be Nargis Dutch. She can be Wahida Rahman, right? We had these amazing actresses at that time. She can be any one of them. And I think that is why 
because she has that old world charm, but she also has that sadness in her eyes. Madhubala was known as the queen of tragedy, you know? I think she did an amazing job and she's a very great character because she makes certain decisions. She makes certain decisions which obviously are not very happy decisions or good decisions and are something that we as as viewers of the show are like, what the hell are you doing, Nilofar? Come on. But I think she just did it so well that you still empathize and you still, you know, are in love with her. Getting into Jai Khanna, Siddhant. Mm. <laughs> That's it. That's Just it. That's, that's all it. I can say. I've been told to restrain myself <laughs> about this man. So charismatic, so good looking, perfect for being the playing the young he just did so perfect that first scene when he's dancing with the white lady and then ends up sleeping with her and gets caught. That was just such a perfect right into the, this is the character of Jay Khanna. He's charismatic. All the ladies love him. You already know he's going to be the next big thing because the ladies love him, right? Um, even the British ladies that are not supposed to be sleeping with him are sleeping with him, getting in trouble for it. And they're willing to take that risk because he's such a handsome young like man. And, you know, he has his way. And then you see him have his way with a lot of women in the show. There's a certain charisma about him that makes them fall in love with him or fall in love with his character. Yeah, and makes them believe in him and like want to help him to get towards where he wants yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah. Ram Kapoor, who plays our quintessential Punjabi financer, producer guy. Uh, actually two people, Prasenji Chatterjee and Ram Kapoor. Ram Kapoor Shamshir Valia. Ab darwaza khulbana tere haath mein. Laat maar. Tord de darwaza. Khus chandar. Every time he came on screen and said Madan Kumar Bhanjod, I died. I died. That became a thing. Even the last scene ends with him going, opening the thing and it goes Madan Kumar Bhanjod. Like that's, that was the show's like, line that was their there dialogue were many repeated lines. yeah but that was one of them that kept getting repeated and he he started it and then everyone started saying it you know um and then i think he was just funny he was he had this one dialogue at one moment where he's talking to madan kumar or aparashakti karana he's like you're the only knocker that's standing here having a drink with us. Yeah. Right? That He's like, with me too. yeah. And he just, he, he caught on to everything going on. And the other, the other moment, Ram Kapoor moment where I died was he walks out of his uh, production, like room or office. He walks out with Jack Khanna and um, you see Madan Kumar on the other side making a film and, and he becomes a competitor, right? So they both are a part of Roy Talkies, but they both become competitors at some point. You just see him take cash out of his wallet and be like, here, take take a cab, go watch a movie. And then he goes to his office. He's like, do I got money to be doing this? Like he realizes, he goes, oh. he's just start, he starts yelling at himself. He's like, when did I have this much money where I could just give away money? He's like, I wouldn't even let my kid take a cab, let alone Jack Hanna. I'm he's just giving him cash. Flash. Yeah, exactly. And that's the most Punjabi thing ever. Yes. We all be showing too much money as if we got it. We really don't. <laughs> 
Brasenjit Chatterjee, Shrikant Roy. So well done. He's menacing. I studio finance. He has a presence. His silence is loud. His silence is so loud. Him just smoking a cigar and sitting there is so scary because I feel like if I was sitting across him at an office, I would freak the fuck out. I'd be like, oh my God, I can't say what I need to say. So perfect. Perfect as the the big boss producer who's running everything at the moment. Yeah, I think so too. One of the reasons why I really enjoyed the show, I don't know if I would watch it again because it's a trip. Uh, I think I would watch it again so I can like process it more. Yeah. Um, because it definitely sits with you, makes you think about it. But another analogy, like one of my favorite movies of all time is Singing in the Rain. And that's because they do a great job of one, creating like, one of the greatest musicals of all time and one of the first notable ones and also showing how pivotal the transition in cinema was from film to cinemascope to pre-recorded music to live music to like lighting to sound innovations to where the mic is placed and even though that wasn't like the main focus in this show they did a really good job of balancing the historical background of like how cinema progressed and how the country was dividing along with each of these characters. And I genuinely don't know how the directors and writers and cinematographers were able to balance that so beautifully for the audience to like understand and have a gradual pace along with it. Yeah. So that is why you should watch it and you'll enjoy it. Just to add on to what you just said, I think the pacing of the show is so well done. There is slow moments in the show, right? There's moments where you're like, okay, like I check my phone, but as soon as I start checking my phone, something happens and I'm like, oh shit, I had to yeah, pay attention yeah. to that. For it to be that long of a show, it's not eight episodes, it's not five, it's 10 it's episodes so long. long, right? But for him to keep our attention, keep the audience engaged, I think so well done, so well done. But yeah, getting into spoilers. We start the story off right at as India and Pakistan are separating and we have a situation where we have Muslim actors, Jamshed Khan being one of them, auditioning for Bollywood roles. What are your thoughts on what's going on? I, I was watching it with some of my other friends. I was watching the first episode and they do a really good job of showing like, oh, the radio's on and people are listening to like what's happening to the nations. And like one of them was just saying how like the prime minister of Pakistan was saying, oh, India and Pakistan relations will be resolved in no time. Yeah. And I remember like a collective chuckle by me yeah. and all my friends sitting because we look at this and it's very much a call to action today as much as there was back then. Yeah. Um, kind of showing the divide and how difficult it was like, oh, Okay, after the partition, if like I'm moving to India, I change my last name because if I'm Muslim, I'm not going to get anything or like I'm going to be thought of as a refugee. The issues in dividing in caste and religion, there's a multitude of it. I think they did a really good job of showing it, but my general thoughts would be the same as they are today. Yeah. How it's difficult for industries to mix because of past experiences that are not as relevant to current situations. Yeah. That's like all I can say about that. So the character that Jamshed Khan plays, he's an he's a theater actor who is deciding between am I gonna keep doing theater in Pakistan and be that's a safe option for him, right? He won't make as much money, but he's happy with that. Or do I go to Bollywood or the Hindi film industry? 
industry and do I become a big star? And now my name is going to be called Madan Kumar. And obviously we know this is based on a real story of Dilip Kumar who changed his name and did become a really big actor. So obviously the stories change eventually but and they're fictional. But it's a decision. It's like, do you want to change your entire identity that has made you who you are today and yeah. gotten you to this point? Yeah. Or are you grateful for that and acknowledge that yeah. and go back to where you came from? I mean, if you think about it, Muslim actors were not a thing back then. I don't think it was very public. It wasn't public, but it was, they were just not really big. They were not big. They were behind the scenes. There was Muslim people, right? I think that there was a certain, like, you have to change your name to be a part of the industry. We didn't have cons until maybe like the 50s, 60s, 70s. It did take a while. It took a really long time. And I think the Pakistani film industry was thriving before, up until like the 1970s. I'm talking about the Hindi film industry having. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying like in comparison like between the two, it was just very, I feel like with the partition, like it went through everything, like not just religion, but like arts as a whole. So that's also why yeah. I had to separate very yeah. clearly. I think that, um, I think the first couple cons we had was obviously Salim Khan. We had generally just very famous Muslim entities. We had Javed Akhtar, you know, so Gulzar is not Muslim, fun fact. Yeah, I learned <laughs> that recently. I think I told you and you were like, what? Yeah. Talk about, talk about misinformation. Um, <laughs> I was like just throw the, throwing this in there. Um, but no, we had Salim Javed eventually that came up and became such big names and are so, so popular today as well. And then after, obviously, Salim Khan's son, Salman Khan, and Javed Akhtar's son, Farhan Akhtar. So we obviously then eventually became more and more. We had Zinat Ahmad. We had, we had, oh we God, had very Muslims famous. Were taking over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that happened much later. That happened 60s, 70s, yeah, 80s. it took a while for yeah. kind of that yeah. acceptance to develop. Yeah. And Before that, we it had... It did over yeah. time. And yeah. then now it's not there. Yeah. <laughs> I think we had Nargis Dutt. She became a Dutt, right? And... and Which is easier. Which is which was easier it for was her. It was so easier. And yeah. there actually is a dialogue in the show where, there, where I think Nilofer is sitting at the bar and this is her first time in this industry and she's like... She's still a prostitute, right? She, that is still what she identifies as and she's sitting in the bar and the bar... She she asked the bartender to tell her who's who and who do I need to go talk to. And he points over to a table and he says, there's Kapoor, Dutt, Walia, right? And in that moment, I was like, he's obviously referring to Raj Kapoor, Sunil Dutt being really big producer directors at that time as well. They were very good kind of like subtle like hints yeah. as to who yeah. these people really are. Another dialogue that I loved was between Nilofar and Jay Khanna when they're, obviously we have to go like, we're not going to do the whole chronological. I don't know. There's like 10 episodes, guys. Just go watch it. We're just doing highlights right now. Don't make me go through all 10. Even though I loved it. Yeah. Um, that scene between Jay when he's on the phone with Nilofer and they're kind of planning to like get away. Yeah. And he's like talking about abundance and all this stuff. And then he's like, oh, shit, wait. You're Muslim, <laughs> You're right? Muslim, yeah. And he's like, oh, I forgot. Like, I didn't know, like, if you want anything. And that was like the smallest thing. But it really stuck with me. Yeah. Because he's like... I'm taking charge, whatever. He's like, oh, I forgot about, like, your your religious faith is different. Because, you know, like, you integrated into, like, kind of, like, predominantly, like, Indian society and kind of, like, hid your religion. So, yeah, yeah hence, I forgot. Hence Nargis Dutt. Yeah, right? so it was, yeah. It, that was a very, like, aha moment. Yeah, we had, we had Nargis Dutt, we had Wahida Rahman. 
we did have a couple actresses and actors, but I think it was just less less known and then obviously like less spoken about and you just kind of went about your day and you just weren't you don't talk about religion. Going into so you have the death of Jamshed Khan. Which carries the entire narrative. Which then from that death we see everything kind of spiral and everything go about the way it did and obviously we have russians coming in right so that was at a time when india was leaning more towards post-world war ii we're talking about communism a little bit coming into india and because russians were like oh new meat let's go right and they're like we're gonna fund films now and then we start seeing films turn into very much like they're either about murder and death and Political like destruction. Propaganda. Yes. Or they're about romance and love and but I think 40s and 50s films in general were all tragedies. There was not a single film where you don't see someone dying, you don't see murder, you don't see like there was overall arching theme of tragedy. And that's what I uh, really liked about this scene where Aditi Rauhedri is being narrated like a film script by Jay Khanna and she was like no it's good it's just like really depressing like there's like so much terrible stuff in the world like why do we need to see that on tv and to her kind of just saying yeah. that is very much a representation of like who her character is yeah. and like how like the real world was just very complicated yeah. at that point in time especially politically like very sad and the sole purpose of films during that time period were escape yeah. yet there was such a huge trend of showing tragedies on yeah. screen yeah I mean, think about it, right? So Jet Khanna comes in from Pakistan as a Sindhi refugee. And this was a real thing. Like Sindhi refugee camps were a real thing. And I was actually talking to a friend of mine who is Sindhi recently. And she's like, finally representation. Because we don't talk about that, right? Like in general, the Sindhi community is underrepresented in film and in media, but they're very prevalent, right? And so Jet Khanna comes in and he wants to make a film called Taxi Driver which is very much based on Shri 420, which Kishore Kumar made and was in. He comes in and he's like, I want to make this film. Walia's like, okay, I'll fund it. And Walia obviously is funding it to get back at Roy, right? Like he's like, it's his own like little beef. But we see films being made very... And he's like, it's about a common man who's a taxi driver. And Valia's like, you're fucking crazy if you think this is going to make it, right? But we see films start getting made just based on everyday like life of these everyday people. Everyday life and quality of script yeah. and quality of actors are prioritized by yeah. that point. Yeah, you just see normal jobs because India was just starting Bombay building up its industries. There was no like... Tata Ambani, like none of that was coming in, you know, like the the no, generation. No, and MACC, yeah, no. Yeah. yeah, no, we were not there yet. We were nowhere near there yet. We were still on small budgets, on small, like you see the film reels, and I think that's that the show got that so perfect, the nitty gritty of that. I love that, and I love when they were just like, "What if, like, wild idea? What if we pre-recorded the song?" And then we could move around while we yeah. recorded. And the way they were explaining that was like, this is such... Like, we could feel yeah. how revolutionary this idea was. Obviously because of where we are today. But obviously because of, like, the way they portrayed yeah. that idea and the innovation. And even, like, when Mr. Roy, like, shows Jay Khanna the cinemascope and shows how the screen can expand. And he goes back to Volia and he's like, 
you'll never like guess what I saw like your eyes you'll lose your mind like it's the same screen but it's wider and it kind of shows how today we take so many things for granted yeah but now this is where it started it it started from here and now like we're talking to bots and making music where Ariana Grande sings AP Dylan (laughs) it's like why can't we go back to when we appreciated that the screen was just a bit wider you know so it it really showed the beauty in the little things that's when the idea of Mugliasm comes to be and they're like we want to make a film we're going to make a film called Mugli- we're going to make a film called Mugliasm it's going to happen and that's where the show the show kind of ends at the idea of Mugliasm being made right like that in general that's where it and obviously if if it was to go on further from there you would imagine Nilo for being in that film right oh, because gosh. Madhubala if the parallels are being created right so you just go to Mugliasm and you're like, okay, Mugliasm came out in 1960. The show ends around mid the mid-50s, like 53, 54. And you're like, okay, so this is where it's heading. And I love where it just ended. I think it ended at a perfect spot. We see the death of Roy Talkies, right? We see the death of a production house that was so prominently a part of Bollywood yeah. of the Hindi films and we that's see a trial occur we you see know. a trial and even that was like so cool to watch only because old films were a lot of them were based in courts like they always had like some sort of an underlying political like court situation Let going me tell on you, when I was watching those court scenes I was like so tempted like I have two lawyers in my family I was so tempted to be like um objection <laughs> speculation because like literally the attorney would go up and say like an entire hypothetical thing like she's like rehearsing a monologue in yeah. a play and i'd be like you can't just say shit like yeah that but but attorney. think about it that's exactly how bollywood court scenes that's, were yeah so i thought it was very it was very fun to watch but i was just like this is so like 40s 50s like i'm in a jury like yeah. i'm watching this even later on from the 40s sunny duel being tariq pe tariq tariq <laughs> like that that's such a like who would say that you know in court like sorry i had to do it in the no, sunny deal voice really that was a really good impression though. so no yeah and and i think that that those are the moments that like take you back there was a moment in the rain which was one of my favorite moments where she walks out with an umbrella oh, and jet kind of standing my. there my moment, heart my heart also like when they're sitting on the floor in the rain Okay, the director loves rain. Yes. And loves car yes. shots. Yes. And you can see that in Lutera, my favorite film of all time. <laughs> and you can see that in this film. And it's very similar. Lutera is also a period piece um, that is very closely around partition time as well, but it's set in Bengal. With this, you can tell he loves period pieces. He's great at them. But like kind of romanticizing the sadness during that time. And with like the old tiny cars and the angle and like showing two people in a tiny car while it's raining outside and just like creating less space to increase intimacy between yeah. people. And he does that in really beautiful ways. He has a knack for using objects and using, for example, the umbrella, the car, right? The film reel is an object oh, right the the film canisters and the yeah. films like how mundane is this object that carries yeah, so much yeah. weight 
and he uses that through the through the whole show. I thought it was very interesting. You start with film burning and you end with film burning. Yeah. And it's so like ironic in the lovely full circle, quite literally, because film circle, uh, film reels are a circle. Our circle yeah. But also <laughs> showing how in the beginning, like when they're throwing away or like keeping out on track, this is so valuable. Yeah. This has this has the potential to change the studio's like success and their profits and whatever. And by yeah. the end of it, it's just tossed in. Van no, I know. being like who gives a shit about it it's very full circle and showing the value just yeah. changes overnight yeah. and think about us as as film you're a filmmaker i'm an actor how important is it to not lose footage we struggle with that so much we struggle with that on this podcast <laughs> we're speaking to, to one mic right now because i just came back like three days ago i don't know where any of my shit no. is so literally as 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 we work on productions, I think you and I, if anyone, understands how important footage is and not to lose footage. And the way that they lose footage and they talk, the world is over. The world is over. The world is over. Because at that point, you had a tw- like you have a thirty-two frame, like this is it, right? And you have to film the whole thing in that thirty-two frames, and it's gone. If it's gone, it's gone. Okay, can we just talk about how they had physical film? And they have that huge canister and they had to carry that everywhere. And they lose that? Bro, with us, it's easier. Like, the drive goes to <laughs> trash or, like, we delete it by accident. But they're holding that whole thing and they manage no, to yeah. lose it. Like, <laughs> And I just bought a film camera and my biggest struggle is how am I going to travel with this through the x-ray? Nothing compared that's to nothing. what yeah, That's nothing, yeah. That's like a $12 film Even yeah, roll. in the beginning when the Thirao Hedwi's character kind of sabotages Vinod's mm-hmm. screen test for Madan Kumar. She opens it in the sun. She opens it and she exposes it and she just does it so like quaintly and she just does it whatever. He takes the false takes and cuts them manually to have a perfect take. Yeah. And the effort that goes into that, I cannot even describe to you. Like right now, like we just cut paste and it's still difficult to edit now. Editing, I don't know when it's gonna get easier. Maybe AI will do it. But (laughs) the fact that he had to cut it showed one the detail. Yeah. That was needed in that task, the sense of urgency and how important it was. Bro, there was nothing. There's no Adobe. There was no nothing. Nothing. You yeah. were sitting there with your frames and you were figuring it out as you go along. And if you got one wrong, you got one wrong. Sorry. Got to go back, reset, redo. And that's why actors have to be one take actors. That The whole concept of one take actor or one, I'm a one take actor came from that time because they couldn't do more than... They were losing money. I think it was shown so well. And the film being a character on its own through the show. Yeah, like where is it going? Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. The rain being a character. Rain was a character. Do you realize that every time it rained is when Nilofer and Jaikana came together? Yeah. It was mostly only in the rain. Another thing is that dialogue that we hear in the beginning in the first episode is the dialogue that Benod kind of spontaneously auditions with. And we hear that dialogue probably in like every episode. Yeah, because that was the dialogue that Madan Kumar, that was Madan Kumar's dialogue in the film. Yeah, and it's just crazy, like the amount of times they repeat it. Yeah. To kind of like, and it's almost as if the director is telling the audience like, like see it's so easy to memorize. Yeah. Like see it's so easy and like this is what we need and kind of showing the importance of that. And in a way where like, it wasn't explicitly told who Madan Kumar needed to be, like what he needed to possess, but that dialogue alone and like the strength that which it needed to be carried 
made us feel that. It kind of reminded me of, um, you know in Dilto Pablo when Shah Khan's like, oh, I'm in my next play, the name is going to be Maya. And they're like, Maya Kone, Maya Kone. And he's like, Maya, sab kuch hai. Yeah. Kuch nahi hai. Like, that doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. So it's like, Madan Kumar is this kind of like Maya-esque character that Mr. Roy has created that has this aura and this vibe that is conveyed through the strength of the dialogue and the presence of the actor, no matter where he has come from. Yeah. And he, Madan Kumar, is a hero. Yeah. The other thing is the actor is replaceable. The character is not. Yes. Right? Understanding that, that storyline of I can replace my actor. I cannot replace Madan Kumar, the character. Amazing. Amazing. So well done. So, so, so well done. Another thing that I wanted to talk about was music. I am a big fan of Amit Trivedi. Like, a big fan. Amit Trivedi did such a good job at getting it down to the T. I would listen to this on repeat and this reminded me of Bombay Velvet when that came out because the songs in Bombay Velvet are phenomenal. Like music, like I can compare both the music because they're both set in a similar time, but it made me feel like I was watching a Kishore Kumar song or an Ashok Kumar. Yeah, yeah, it transported me. The reason I touched upon song is All India Radio. There was a part in the show where All India Radio is banning Bollywood music. And that actually happened. So All India Radio was the only radio station that used to broadcast all throughout India. And at that point, they were obviously having a political, which is so crazy because we still deal with the same issue of the censorship issue happening, right? We spoke about that with Joyland. But so they say that we don't want any Bollywood songs to be a part of our radio channel. We're not going to be broadcasting Bollywood songs. At this point is when, and for any of our listeners who know anything about the 1940s and 50s, a show called Geet Mala started. And Geet Mala used to be a show that they used to broadcast from different towers in Sri Lanka and send it back to India. And that is when Amin Sayani started his Geet Mala. And he used to be the guy who used to... So it was more talking, less music, because they didn't want to get caught. So they used to come on, and he literally used to be like, or agla number hai. And that's when the radio jockey industry started, the RJ industry, and the whole concept of him being on radio. And if you listen to Amin Siani, he he goes into the details of how these songs were made. And I think it was amazing that they just, they didn't really talk about it much, but they kind of just touched upon it. They gave him a nod. Yes, they gave him a nod without saying his name or anything. For, my, for any Amin Siani fans out there, I caught that. And I thought that that was so beautifully done. Talking about coloring. So we have very warm tones around Benot. And that's kind of a trend. But I also think the characters very much follow like a certain color trope and a certain palette. Would you agree or disagree? Yes. Yes. I think the film switches between warm color tone to black and white cool tones very quickly. I think that the opening sequence was amazing every time, every time. The oh. It starts with a cold open and then it goes into... And the cold open is like usually a flashback or kind of gives us context to what is happening in, in the fictional world's present time. And Anani and I have talked about this too. We love the opening credits. We love that it kind of incorporates like the... 40s, 50s style into how the show is made. Obviously, the cinematography is more dynamic, but like the outfits, the text used, the set 
is yeah. insane. Yes. It, it really transports us. Yeah. This, I mean, the text uh, back in the day, everything used to be in Urdu, Hindi, and English. I love because that. Because everybody spoke. Love that for us. Unity. Um, I think that the coloring was done so well. Yes. The warm tones being used behind Binod. I also think warm tones were used in many times with Jekhana. But with Jekhana, there's a lot of night, night shots as well being used. Um, Nilofer had a lot of night shots, which was very interesting because she is pl- she starts off as a prostitute, which was so cool to me that they use night shots to like represent her. The world, the coloring, everything was done so well. It transported me right back to the times and it made me want to go back and watch some of these films. Exactly, me too. And it also helps you understand the tone of each character. Yeah. Right? Like, we see very, like, warm, homely tones of Binod when he's at home or around his family, but then yeah. it kind of gets a little grim if he's on set or if he's, like, in a dark place mentally. So, kind of the tone and the cinematography and the color palette and costumes, like, everything has done a really good job of helping us focus on the subject of the scene and empathizing with them yeah. or understanding their emotions. I would love to take a look at what the sets looked like because they were so well built. The office was so well built. The Rory Talkie's office. Yeah, the I'm sets. waiting for a behind the scenes. That is that is our take on Jubilee. We thoroughly enjoyed the show. So much. We genuinely think that Jubilee is one of those shows which is going to live on to be a film about film. I think it'll trend over time. Yeah. I think, I think it's going to keep growing. It's going to take a, it's a slow burn and people are going to take time to notice it because it is very subtly advertised, I think. Once people discover it, yeah. they will be glad that uh, they did. Yeah. I don't think there was a lot of promotional material around yeah, Jubilee, wasn't. but now I think a lot of people are talking about it. A lot of film channels and podcasts and shows are talking about it. Yeah. And I think that's amazing. Because it helps us understand the world and where the industry kind of came from. So... It's a great watch. I don't think yeah. you can give a rating because, like, Ananya hates ratings. And then also it's a series and it was just a lot. But I, it's a thumbs up for me. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. As film, as a filmmaker, as, uh, as, a, as an actor, it was so inspiring to watch the stories that made us who we are today and the reason yeah, that we're here I today. It. That's a little bit of us. So, thank you so much for listening. Tune in another week for another episode. Please feel free to subscribe to us on Spotify. Follow us on Instagram at Desi Talkies Podcast. And drop us a comment or a message if you want to see something new or something specific. Because I'm falling in love with okay, you. I don't remember any of the songs, so we can't sing you out on this. But have a good one, guys. Because I'm falling in love. And then you stop. I'm 